you know, in your song, right? You said you want to fuck Dr. Umar, right? Yeah. So how would you shoot your shot with Dr. Umar? But I love a pan-African king. Mm. You know, King I'm, Kong. Mm-hmm, King Kong consciousness. I'm, I'm very pro-black, so I care about my people. Mm. And I feel like if I was to pick somebody to fuck on, it would be Dr. Umar. And that's what I said in Gritch. Fuck Dr. Umar, leave him woke right now. I want to fuck Dr. Umar, leave him woke right now, because I do got that woke pussy. We must handle the business before the back shots. If I was to meet Dr. Umar, he would shoot his shot with me, because he going to see me. Oh. Black chocolate conscious queen that lead a little goddess and daddy issues and i feel like he know exactly what to do with me and that tasters is a word from my girl sukiana regarding shooting her shot at king kong consciousness himself brother ifatunde dr umar what a way to start this episode Tasty top picks. Welcome to my table. <laughs> it's tasty. Too tasty. Listen, y'all gonna get this podcast. Like I told y'all, the beginning of these playoffs. This podcast ain't going nowhere. Hey, hey, tasters, welcome to my table. And again, that was, if you do not know her, you can look her up. That is the rapper right now. Um, I don't want to call her rapper extraordinaire, but she's definitely, I'll call her the rapper extreme. Yes, that is Sukiana, a.k.a. Wolf Pussy, a.k.a. Sukiana with the good pussy. And um, she's somebody that I've actually taken a liking to. You know, um, she walks the line. And it took a while for her to show that side of herself. Basically, Sugiana is a young woman who will stand on her head, shake her ass, spread it out, tell it all. But she can sit and have a conversation without embarrassing you. That's right, Tasters. My girl Sugiana knows how to go from ratchet to righteous in a flash. And I feel like that is so sexy. Like the memes say, get you somebody who can do both. And apparently, my girl Sukiana can do both. I like the girl, you know. This is not, I'm not going to get into it about all that she's done and all that she does. But I enjoy her. Again, like I said, she's somebody that I took a liking to years ago. And I, I love the, the glow up. I love the glow up. I love the come up. She's out here. You know, she's popular. And um, again, if you don't know her, try to get into her. It depends on your interest. And um I find this young lady very interesting. So, Tasters, how do you feel being away from my table for so long? I swear when I miss an episode or just take a break for a week, I feel like I've been gone for a whole month or a year even. It just felt so strange. And what led me to that? You know, just taking a um just taking some time for me. I needed a break. Honestly, I'm gonna jump. Uh, for the first time in a long time, I'm going to go directly into my mentals, my mentals. I just felt uninspired and not unloved, not unliked because my tasters, you will show me so much love and so many likes. And um, I get a lot of feedback, but sometimes, you know, in the grand scheme of things, especially with all that's going on in the celebrity world, I feel like my podcast or my subject matter kind of gets lost underneath the pile of interest. Like I said, this is not a celebrity gossip site. And if I ever talk about anything regarding celebrities, it's going to be as it applies to Stella Belafonte first and foremost in real life. But you know what? I've had a couple of tastes who tell me they really enjoy it. The way I mix up celebrity information with my opinions and my thoughts. And you know what? I'm I'm going to do my best to keep that going. You know, I'm not going to talk about celebrities all the time. You know, with my fake disclaimer. I call it fake because I put it together myself. It's not copywritten or anything. Or maybe I should. We live in a world now where people are just co- making copyrights for anything. You know, you, you could turn the word sneeze into something groovy and get a copyright for it. You know? But, um, yeah, that's my mentals. That's where I was at with it for a while. Like I said, I was just kind of, I don't want to say stressed out, but it was, okay, you know what? Lies. Look, the lies, the lies. What I will talk about is 
I don't think I realized it, but subconsciously, I think I was a little stressed out about Mother's Day. Let me explain. Um, I don't have a relationship with my mother without getting into too many graphic details. You know, I sprinkle tasty topics with a little info about my background with my mother. You know, when I, especially when I talk about relatives and relatives that you wish were... You know, well, anyway, again, I don't have a relationship with my mother. We do not speak. My mother is alive and, um, well, as well as can be, and I don't deal with her in any way, shape or form. So it's like when I get online during the Mother's Day holiday, I, I'm kind of overwhelmed by all of the posts and all of the, the, fuzzy wuzzies about loving mom and all the songs I always love my mama old mama love and people just digging up dusty pictures from 1980 and posting and she's my favorite girl you know on mother's day your man ain't your best friend no more your wife ain't your best friend now your mama's your best friend and I think you know what it was kind of sickening and I felt like my spirit knew that it was coming. And I just felt kind of, ugh. So, yeah, those are my mentals. But right now, mentally, I'm feeling I'm feeling fine. I'm looking forward to summer. You know, the warm weather's here. Got some events coming up. Um, Ooh, as an appetizer, I want to talk about the fly-as-fuck black girls brunch that I am going to be attending with some of the girls this Sunday coming as a recording the brunch hasn't happened yet it was with a couple of girls that I follow that are Philly and Harlem based and it's called the black girls flies fuck brunch so just to let you know if you're listening and you're interested tasters it's going to be happening this Sunday in Cherry Hill New Jersey and there are still tickets available so if you do not follow black girls in color on Instagram, you should. So you can type either Black Girls in Color. I may have mentioned this before. Or Erica Nicole and um, Iconic Ash. That's E-Y-E-I-C-O-N-I-C-A-S-A-H. If you follow any of these women's pages, you will get info on the Fly as Fuck brunch. And I intend to be fly as fuck. So let's talk about my body, yaddy, yaddy. Tasters, I'm proud of myself for the past i say almost a week. I have nearly eliminated carbs and starches from my diet. The reason being, I've realized I'm one of those people. I feel like when it comes to weight loss and weight loss journeys, you have to find your nutritional comfort zone. You have to find your own method, period, for weight loss. You can't just go with fads and trends and I know what works for me and honestly low carb low starch or to almost no carbs and no starches works for me I feel the difference I was so proud of myself this past Mother's Day weekend I actually hung out with some family members and um I was able to get into a pair of jeans that I haven't been able to fit since I bought them and the day that I bought them I, I was reaching trying to get myself these big old thighs and these wide hips into those jeans. And you know what? I didn't have to lay flat. I didn't have to twist and turn to get them on. I didn't need a coat hanger to pull up the zipper. Look, I'm joking about that. Look, no wire hangers ever. Yeah, that was me on Mother's Day. If you follow me on Instagram, just posting um, just evil, angry memes and gifs. The mean mothers. They even have like a top 10 list. I looked up of mean mothers in history and in cinema. But anyway, um, I digress. Let's go backwards. So anyway, I'm feeling proud of myself again about my body because I haven't started. Um, I haven't returned to the gym yet. I, I haven't been hitting the track. But just flipping my diet around has made a great change in my life and I feel so good about that what are you all up to as far as weight loss journeys this season tasters like what's going on especially my ladies like are you all doing it you got any trips coming up you're looking forward to getting into those sexy summer dresses and um sandals and you know why I mentioned sandals because I noticed that when I lose significant amount of weight I don't know if you all have experienced this my feet get slimmer 
I go down at least a half shoe size. When I say significant, like right now, I am, I'm probably the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I've been speaking about this for months and I've reached the peak. I'm definitely over the 200 pound mark, which is much too heavy for my height. But let's just say that I was to drop 30 pounds. I guarantee you that my shoe size will go down by a half. And I actually look forward to that because I feel like the bigger your feet get, the uglier the shoes get. Especially when you try to get nice shoes, when you go to like a high-end store and try to buy shoes off the rack, you go into that size nine and up section, boo. It's like nine and down, that's when you'll find cute stuff. Nine and up, it's like, who the fuck are they making shoes for? Like, am I the bride of Frankenstein? Am I Mrs. Herman Munster? Look, not even Lily, Herman Munster. Like, come on, stop it. It should be cute shoes for all, all sizes. Hey, that's something, look, for my, my tasty, taste entrepreneurs that got all of these ideas, all your business people. Why don't you get into it? Start designing some footwear for the ladies whose feet are of a certain size. And my thing is, I don't have long feet. I'm not a long foot person, but my feet are wide. They're short and they're wide. And it's kind of awkward. And I think one of my feet is actually bigger than the other. But I didn't get up here to um talk about feet. But speaking of body, yaddy, yaddy, I'm going to throw a little salt on the rim. I'm going to talk about another celebrity. I would love to say, hey, to the actress, beautiful actress, Kiki Palmer. She's another one whose glow up has been phenomenal. Kiki Palmer has been acting since she was a little girl. And she is no longer a little girl. She is a grown woman who recently had a baby boy with her beautiful boyfriend that she is so in love with. And she is just happy and glowing and um, got all the goodies spilling out. Yes, tasters, if you don't know or you haven't heard, Kiki Palmer is um, busting loose. She is out there. Nice fullness to her hips, thighs got kind of thick, the boobs is looking kind of fat and perky, the stomach is on flat, I feel like even her face has filled out and she's just got this whole, it's like this diva glam glow about herself, because for a long time to me, Kiki Palmer gave tomboy. You know, I'm just going to leave it at that. Like, I never looked at Kiki Palmer and saw a siren. There was nothing about her that gave va-va-voom. But now, Kiki, not saying that she wasn't a good-looking girl. She's always cute girl. But she has left the building as far as cute. Mm -mm. She don't live at that address no more. That's no longer her zip code. Kiki Palmer's new zip code is fire. Love it. She's what they used to call back in the days before videos and shit mixed, you know, messed everything up. They used to call her type a vixen, a bombshell. And that's what she is. She looks amazing. But regarding her body, yaddy, yaddy, the story that's being told and shopped around and put on social media is that Kiki Palmer has developed this body because she got pregnant and had a baby. And tasters, there have been so many posts and memes since she popped out on us, you know, looking as good as she does, stating that, that's it. All you need to do is have a baby. Told you, get pregnant and then go get your body. Have a baby and you'll look good as Kiki. You get thick. And then, you know, you look at some of the comments and you got a lot of women saying, that's true. I didn't have no titties and no ass until I got pregnant. Tasters, this is my fear. You got some real gullible young women out here. Let's go all the way back to my episode. Um, Pussy good, but he didn't want that baby. I pray to God that women are not really writing this down in their notepads and saving this info in their phone. That getting pregnant could lead to a bodaciously beautiful bod. 
That is actually one of the most ridiculous bits of advice I've ever heard. And the reason why I'm mentioning this, I don't think that it's all in jest. Some of it, some of it, you can tell some of the comments. It's like, girl, you bullshit. You're just playing. You ain't really mean it. No, some of the commentary is really coming from women who are stressing that you should get pregnant to develop a body on period. Look, you should miss your period or a couple of periods in order to get a nice body. And you know what? That's true for some, but not for all. But again, I feel like that's really poor advice. And I really would hope that none of my tasters and none of the young women in the world would actually take heed to that advice. Then I'll ask, because you had a couple of um women in commentary regarding Kiki Palmer's body that um were saying... Yeah, no, I was pregnant. My first pregnancy, I actually lost weight. All I did was get fat. I even saw a young woman in the comments saying, a oh, baby actually took my ass. And speaking of asses and Kiki's, um, I did say Kiki Palmer, right? Remember, I, I, I'm on this um hot phone recording my episodes alone. I hope I didn't say Kiki Wyatt, but she just crossed my mind. And speaking of Kiki Wyatt, woof. She's another one. Um, they talk about cocaine being a hell of a drug. I feel like um, dick and, and fertility is a hell of a drug as far as Kiki Wyatt, the singer, is concerned. Because I don't know if it was her babies that gave her all that wagon that she's dragging. But she's a big old thick mama. I've heard rumors before that Kiki Wyatt has had some work. I do not know. But I know after about um, 2011 children... She is definitely um, thick in the body. But anyway, back to my girl, Kiki Palmer. Like I said, I hope that's who I said initially. Um, Kiki's looking good. But don't go out getting pregnant because um, you want a body like Kiki Palmer. And she's just so cute with it. Ooh, you got to see how she's out there with it. Wearing cat suits and ball gowns. Ooh, she was at that wild Met Gala just looking phenomenal. So... Hey, Kiki, shout out to you, girl. Look, if you ever stop by Tasty Topics and give me a listen, let me know. Please leave a review online at Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc., etc. So, yeah, that was just so on the rim. I don't want anybody taking that bad advice. And um, I'm not going to stay long on this one, but I am going to get into it. Okay, the so-called... Um, Family advice guru, love, family, and marriage advice guru, Iyana Van Zandt, got into a, 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 a tizzy a few weeks ago with a young woman. She's an attorney, a beautiful black attorney named Ebony K. Williams. They got into a discussion about black women in relationships. And you know, the story is always told that we are picked last and we don't, we're last in love, last in marriage, last in name. We're just, we're just dead last. So basically, one of Ebony K. Williams' questions to Ms. Van Zant was, you know, something on the order of how do we fix our crowns? Like, what is it that we're lacking? Give us some advice, Ianla, about what we can do to save us, save ourselves when it comes to love and relationships. Like, where are we failing? Where do you feel we could pick it up and do better? And the suggestion that Ms. Van Zant made unless you were hiding underneath a, a bus she made a suggestion that maybe ebony k williams who is a prominent attorney very successful and wealthy maybe she should try dating a bus driver i'm not going to be long-winded about this i'm not going to get into a bunch of details because i'm going to get into my main course i didn't like that narrative first of all i don't know what town Iyana Van Zandt is from, or what city or what state she's referring to. First of all, in New York City, nobody's skipping over the bus drivers. Nobody's skipping over any of the blue-collar workers. And I feel like Iyana, when she made the statement that maybe Ebony K. Williams and other black women who aren't successful in the romance department, maybe we should try dating bus drivers. I feel like she specified bus drivers, but what she meant was blue-collar worker. I think maybe Iyana feels that Somehow or another, being a bus driver is a very humbling profession. And because a man would be humbled by that choice in 
work that he would therefore be a better man. Now, I'm going to send you back to my scavenger hunt. Go to YouTube and look up my episode, Dating the Big Ugly. I learned the hard way that trading down or dating men that you feel are less than or maybe, you know, don't have as much as far as wealth and status, that does not guarantee better treatment. And then I also want to add on to that. Um, like I said, I don't know what town Eon li lives in or what state she's talking about, but I know in New York City, um, bus drivers actually do very well. Most of these city workers do well. We've got bus drivers, train operators, forklift operators, hard hats. The blue collar workers in big cities are actually the ones that are caking and opening big businesses. You know, they got extra side hustles or they're taking the income from their nine to fives and they're doing things with it. They're buying properties, you know, they're big out in real estate, just doing a lot with their money. So again, I didn't like that narrative that by dating a bus driver, you're probably opening a wider door for love. Because like I said, just because a man has a certain profession, that's no guarantee that he's going to treat you better than a man of wealth and status would. And plus, I just don't believe in the whole trading down thing. I, I am going to stick on that a little bit. I feel like black women are the only women who... We receive these type of suggestions. You don't hear any other race, nationality of women being told that maybe they should deal with a man who's um, blue collar while they're white collar, who's um, corned beef hash while they are tomahawk steaks. You know, maybe you should trade down to Miller Lite while this woman is champagne. Why should you? And again, if you think that dealing with a man who drives a bus is going to somehow afford you better treatment, you'll get a rude awakening. Because like I said, the men that I know, I'm a blue collar worker. I work for the New York City transportation system. And I don't know any men who are humbled by the profession. And okay, let's just put it out there for shits and giggles. Let's just say that you did meet a man who did feel that because of whatever he did for a living, be it a bus driver or, or worked in a warehouse, who felt that because of his profession, he should be more humble and that he should treat you better. Do you actually want to even be involved with somebody like that? Like really and truly taste this. Who wants to be with a man who feels that he can't treat you like shit? Because of what he does for a living. Because that's basically what I feel um, Missy Yellen Van Zandt was saying. But I feel like over the years, just watching her show and her so-called um, fix-its and, and therapy, she had a lot of pick-me shit about her. I feel like Iyanla was one of those women. She has gotten to be one of those women that actually makes excuses for... Um, black men's shortcomings and that's a negative in our community and ebony k williams actually ate her up in a retort regarding the, their whole conversation so when you get a chance to taste this look it up online it's really um it's some tasty stuff it's a really tasty topic but yeah um as far as me i don't agree i don't agree that dating men who make less or do less is gonna give you better results in love and romance. What do you think, Tasters? My men and my women. Or how did you interpret what Miss Eyala Van Zandt was saying when she was saying that maybe, just maybe, Ebony should try dating a bus driver? What you think about it? Let me know. Hit me at mizzionbox at gmail.com. That's M-I-Z-I-R-O-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. Or you can leave a message on my wall if you follow me on Instagram. Or hit me in the DM and we'll talk about it. So, getting into the main course, as you can see, the title of today's episode is 12 Play, an Afrocentric Lover's List. And this episode is dedicated to my girl, Afrocentric Life. I've known her. I've known her for, look, I said, I've known her. <laughs> look, I've known her for a very long time. She's someone that I've known since elementary school. And she is a beautiful young woman. All about her business, got her stuff together, and she is one of the very few that when I posted in my Instagram stories the question, 
what type of topics would you like me to focus on on Tasty Topics? She is one of the few who came through, who, look, who showed up at my table with a response. So thank you, my girl Afrocentric Life. This episode is for you. So she suggested that I speak about non-sexual forms of intimacy Oh, tasters. Isn't that something? Because I know with a lot of these podcasts, we talk about sex a lot. You see, I started my podcast with Sukiana, <laughs> who, um, you know, sex is her thing and, and, and feeling sexy and sexual and liberated and free. And she talks about it. You know, sex can be my thing. And I talk about sex quite often. But today, we're going to sing a different tune. So I've come up with, for you tasters, and specifically for my girl Afrocentric Life. Life. Whoop. Lord, I'm stumbling over my words. I've had a little bit to drink. Just a little. What am I sipping on? Maybe it's the bullshit. I've been drinking on Quavo Gold. How many of you, my tasters, drink Jose Quavo Gold? No, it's not top shelf. It's definitely bottom shelf, low brow, but it hits you. Right where you need to be hit. And I don't drink it straight. And I ain't doing shots. But I did have a little bit. Just a little bit earlier. With a little Simply. Oh, shout out to the Simply Company. They've been coming out with all of these mixes and stuff. But that ain't where I'm at with it. Um, So let's talk about 12 Play. The Love Is List. Different forms of non-sexual intimacy. First of all, let's talk about what intimacy even means. Well, in love and romance. Intimacy for me is the closeness of a couple. Whether it's you and your man, you and your husband, your boyfriend. For my male tasters, you and your husband, your boyfriend. <laughs> or you and your wife, your lady, you know, whoever you're involved with, your intimate partner, just being close. Things that make you feel like you're joined as one. That's intimacy to me, where you're doing things together with each other, for each other, around each other that make you feel like, you know what, it's about me and you right now. Fuck everybody else. And Afrocentric life, again, wants me to talk about that type of feeling minus the sex. And you know what? I, I like this. I'm going to look at this as a challenge. Well, actually, I already put my list together. But it was a challenge to me because a lot of what we get into with our lovers often either leads to sex or we kind of neglect certain forms of intimacy and we jump straight into it. And I'm not talking about foreplay. Foreplay is something totally different. I feel like foreplay is what you do with your lover to it's the appetizer before sex. And that's not what I'm talking about at the table today. I'm talking about non-sexual forms of intimacy. So let's start with my list. Um, again, it's 12 play, six and six. And I'm going to start with some indoor intimacy. Let's talk about things that you can do with your lover indoors that do not involve or have to lead to sex that you can call intimacy how about uh number one a phone's off day together just a day inside if it's possible you know i know a lot of my tasters are parents or you have family members that you're concerned with. Even if not for a day. Let's just say a couple of hours. Where you just block out the world. Pull the shades down. Turn your phone off. No social media. And just spend that time inside together. Share breakfast together. How about make breakfast for one another. Put a little jazz music on. You know. Read together. I actually, you know, I talked about my, a young lover that I was involved with years ago who was much younger than me. And we did that. We would have days where we would sit with no phones, no tablets, no TV, and we would actually just read. We would just sit side by side, drinking Bustelo, look, my favorite coffee, no alcohol, and just read. Or he would even ask me, you know, 
he would call me pumpkin. Pumpkin, what you reading? And I would go over some things. You know, it could just be something about like beauty or household items. And I would get into it with him. He was into the Bible. Like he would sit and he would be reading passages from his Bible. He would maybe share some of the passages with me. And then there was a day where we actually, it was like a stack of books. I had a stack of books that I said that I wanted to finish before the year was up. And we would have our days where I would read a chapter in one book. For instance, a chapter out of Art of Seduction. Then I would read a chapter or two from Sacred Woman. And it would just be us side by side. Reading together, drinking coffee, you know, with my legs draped over his or me laying in his arms. Again, just side by side on the same sofa. And that was number one. So how about number two? Again, this is all indoors, my first six. Have an Adam and Eve day. I know that sounds crazy, but yes, I have done this with a former lover where we just spent a whole day. And it was always like, you know, on a day off. And if you're lucky enough to have weekends, especially, look, put, put the kids to bed or, you know, get a babysitter. When I say an Adam and Eve day, were you just together, home alone, but bald, naked, no sex, just naked for no reason. And, you know, you could have like fruits because, you know, Adam and Eve lived in the Garden of Eden. So I think that would be pretty sexy. You know why? Make it real biblical. What's the things they ate when you read the Bible? Um, Wine. Look, have a whole charcuterie board. Wine and cheese and fruits. And just be naked together. And sexy. Isn't that sexy? But yeah, I've done it. So anyway, I can remember when I did have my Eden, my Adam and Eve day. My gentleman that I was with was really enjoying itself but it was um actually during the winter months and at one point the heat in my apartment had slowed down a little bit and he looked at me and he said babe i'm having a real nice time but could we please at least just put on something can we get under a blanket put on something because we were literally just walking around for a day totally undressed look <laughs> free balling titties swinging just because. So that was the second form of indoor intimacy. Here's another one that you probably don't even think about. Doing household chores together. Yeah. Folding clothes. I can remember um, just being with someone, dating a man, where at the beginning of our relationship, we were just so excited by each other that... He would follow me from room to room in my house. Like, you know, like just tackling me to give me, look, not tackling me to hurt me, but to just hug on me and kiss me. And I can remember cold one day and went into my laundry area to fold clothes in my apartment and he followed me and I thought he was going to tackle me again and he didn't. Instead of tackling me, he just sat down with me and started folding clothes with me. And as we were folding clothes, we struck up a conversation and next thing you know, the conversation went from folding to kisses to more conversation to folding clothes and it was just a really enjoyable experience. So tasters even if it's not folding clothes like just a day of doing chores together put on your music you know look things that you there's a lot of things that we neglect as far as household chores unless you're those meticulous people that just get everything done all the time but even if it's just buffing your floors running a vacuum you know um sprucing up the place a little bit tending to Anything that you've neglected or just your regular cleaning routine, do it together. I feel like that is intimacy. Like you be amazed the conversations that can happen, the memorable moments that could occur with doing something as simple as folding clothes or cleaning your home together. How about, okay, look, indoors still. Remember, we're doing six indoors, and I am up to number four. Now we're going to talk about my tasters who can indulge in recreational herbs. If you can smoke a little weed, you know, smoke a little CBD. Well, CBD is harmless. So just something to set the mood and get your mind right. 
Have a day or a time, a couple of hours where you just smoke your stuff and just fantasize. Role play. Just have fun with it. If you all don't know or you never watched it, there's a movie that you can look up on IMDb. It's a wonderful movie from about 10 years ago called Newlyweeds. It was such a wonderful movie. It's a black film, an independent film. Look, a Brooklyn love story about a couple who, they were basically stoners. A black couple, young black couple, beautiful couple. But when they smoked, they would talk about the adventures and the things that they wanted to do together. And the point of the movie is that they were saving their money. They were young. I would say they were in their mid to late 20s in the movie and they lived together. But um, the young lady in the couple, her dream was to go to the Galapagos. I've I've known about the Galapagos, heard about it, but that was like never on my bucket list. But when you watch them smoking and she would put on, because she was someone who was well-traveled. You know, she came from a family that did a lot together and had been to various countries. So she had, like, different masks from different countries. And there's a scene in the movie where she puts on one of the masks. It could be a mask maybe from somewhere in Mexico. It could have even been an African mask. And she puts it on, and she's blowing down her smoke. And her boyfriend is just in awe. He's just so enamored of her. And he's watching her while she smokes with this wild mask on and fantasizing about exploring the Galapagos Islands together. So, yeah, tasters, I think that'd be pretty dope. Look, get you look, get your little dope. Look, not not the real dope. You know what I mean? You get you some smoke, get you your herbals, your CBDs and just explore, fantasize. Talk about the things that you want to do together. Talk about the experiences that you'd like to have. Like, you know, you'd be surprised how many couples just never have conversations like that. Like I said with the movie Newlyweeds, act it out, role play. Like, where's somewhere that you want to go to, Tasters? I know lately, you know, Africa, they've had a lot of positive Review just big Africa, period. The different countries, the whole continent of Africa itself. I know tasters that are saying, you know, I want to go to Africa. I want to go to Africa. Why don't you think about which country you want to go to? Do your research, you know, maybe smoke a little something and do an African dance for your honey. You know, talk about what you would do when you got your bag out to Africa. Oh, that sounds so sexy. Oh, that, that, that's something. <laughs> I might. That's the one that I think I'm going to pin and get into next because I am so, I love a good vacation and I think that's a real nice way to get it started. Order my tasters if you got a vacation plan with your honey. Yeah, smoke a little something and role play. Act out what you want to get into when you get out there. Pretend that you're already there. I think that'll be fun. And, um... Number five, indoor intimacy. How about grooming, male grooming? This is specifically a day for my men. Because I feel like as women, especially if you know your worth, we get a lot of treats. We're the ones that are taken care of as far as our hair, nails, you know, pampering, spa dates or whatever. And if that's not happening for you, I'm sorry for you. Look, step your pussy up. And I don't mean what's between your legs. Just step up your womanhood overall. If you're involved with men and these things are not happening, they should be happening. Well, anyway, since I feel that they should be and are probably happening for the women, let's um, switch it up. Um, isn't that something, wasn't that an Usher song when he was talking about switching it up? Look, here go, look, uh, am I getting seen now? I'm over 40 now. I've been in the 4040 club, but didn't Usher have a song where he was talking about, you know, tonight it's going to be you that takes me out and you going to pick me up and we going to do all of these things. So yeah, let's make it like the Usher song and taste this fresh my memory. If you can remember that Usher song, hit me with it because I'm having a freaking um, brain fart right now. I can't remember the song, but I remember the energy behind it. And the energy behind it was about, you know, woman, hey, show me something for a minute. 
do something sexy for me. So, yeah, I say that a day of grooming for your man. You can look up different little videos about it. Trim his beard if he trusts you. Or in the shower together, you know, like wash him down, scrub him from head to toe. Get a foot bath going for him. Get a foot bath going. You can order all of this stuff online. You can order the electric foot bath that you plug in and it makes the bubbles and it has the massage. Add some exclusive foot powders to his foot bath. Um, You see, I'm really focusing on the feet because there's some really nasty feet out here. You know, I've looked at men. You got men walking around with some really bad feet. And it ain't even got anything to do with age. You just, I don't know what's going on with men. You know, banged up toes. And, I, you know, I haven't even encountered men with, like, corns and bunions. But men have a lot going on, like, with discoloration and stuff and rough skin. Depending on the man. <laughs> Look, not my bad man. Because, you know, he's really good with grooming. But anyway, it's not about him and his grooming details but you can just look up certain grooming techniques that you can do for your man what about his intimate area like do you have a man that shaves around his stuff do it for him does he trust you enough to do that i think that's very sexy look are you brave enough does your man trust you enough to allow you to shave him what about the fingernails just soak the nails you know, soften his skin. It don't take nothing to do a little buff and shine on the fingernails. What about a facial? Yeah, I've seen little videos where you see women in the house giving their men the mud mask and this the steam on their skin and wrapping their faces up with the hot towels. Like, yeah, putting the cucumbers over their eyelids. Like, yeah, I think that stuff like that is really, really nice. It's very sexy. And um, you can still maintain your masculinity while having a day of grooming. Men, my male tasters, yes, have that. Allow your woman to groom you, to pamper you. Have a spa day at home, you and your lady together. Again, this is the first six indoors. And we have made it to number six on the indoor intimacy list. Cooking together. I feel like cooking together is so underrated. And um, I know usually in my relationships, it's one or the other. Either I do the cooking and he does the cooking. But how often do you as a couple get in the kitchen together? Like you chop our season. You know, you put the pot on. Here, you bake the cornbread. I'll, I'll fry the chicken. I'll put the greens on. I'll chop the onions. Like, it's so much. It can be fun. And again, I feel like that type of togetherness leads to fun conversation. And have I done it? Yes, I have. I've had kitchen moments in my relationships or my romantic life where we would sit. And it's like music. Music, I think. Um, adds to intimacy too, especially if you got a good playlist going. There was one time I was in the kitchen with a dude that I was involved with and old Stevie Wonder songs was coming on. I didn't think that he knew because he was just a little bit younger than me. I said about four or five years. I didn't think he knew the songs. And I think Sign Sealed Delivered came on and he knew every word. And we was in there just cutting up. Look, I think we were making um spicy sausage and pasta. And I'm chopping up sausage. And he's cutting up vegetables. And we just jamming the sign, sealed, delivered. And having a beautiful experience. Yeah, that was nice. So that's number six. On the Afrocentric non-sexual intimacy list. How am I doing so far, Tasters? What you think about the list? You like it? So let's talk about things that you can do indoors. One, two, three, four, five, six. I just want to make sure that I'm keeping count and I don't want to lose count. So let's start with, um, I believe in my heart, and you don't have to be from the Caribbean, but the couple that fets together stays together. I'm so impressed by couples who can go to carnival together to soak effects, especially to all of my New York tasters, my Florida tasters, you know all about the jams, just, you know, the fets, the whole, the Bacchanal atmosphere. Yeah, fet together. 
all of my tastes, whether you're from the Caribbean or you're from the Americas, if you like the party, instead of just going to a lounge or a club with your lover, try to fet with them. Like, my tastes, my, my men especially, are you brave enough to get into a costume? You know, I know it's not for everybody, but to who it's for, if you can handle it, it is an awesome experience. I can remember years ago, I went to a fet in Spain in Ibiza, Spain, Ibiza Soca, and there was a couple who actually, um, they got the gentleman, there was a gentleman who proposed to his woman out there during Ibiza Soca, and it was a sight to see. Like, I caught the last of it after he had already got back from off his knee, and had already, she had said yes, and I heard the clapping and everything, and they posted it online, and then I saw pictures of another couple at carnival trinidad carnival one year and there was another proposal on the road all i'm gonna say is carnivals especially trinidad carnival the granddaddy the big daddy of all carnivals it is the greatest show on earth and those fets that type of closeness will bring emotions out of you that you probably never thought were there like just watching and oh you know what else is sexier to fet if you can handle it if you can handle this, watching your lover dance with other people, it is so exciting because I had a gentleman, I spoke about him in the podcast, that um, we'd actually played Moss together at Miami Carnival one year. And it was a beautiful experience, like just seeing my babe in his costume and seeing him dancing with other women. Like I was actually like encouraging it. He was really happy and comfortable to dance with me only, but it was a turn on for me. So yeah, set together if you can. So that is um, outdoor intimacy, number one. Number two. This is something that I've never done and I've always wanted to do while I'm dating. And um, it's that hello stranger thing where you pretend you don't know your lover, like invite them to a date. I feel like you should go all the way with it. You know what I'm talking about, tasters, especially my ladies where you show up at a restaurant or a bar um, and you act like it's the first time that you're meeting. But how about go all the way with it? Like, jump in your lover's DM. You're already with them, but jump into their DM. Act like you don't know them. Invite them out for a date. Set it up. Show up dressed in a way that you never dressed before. That you know would be a turn on for that person that lights your fire. Like this is my dream. I would love to just jump into my honey's DM. Invite him out. To a restaurant, like what good food that I know that he's into. Look, some good old halal restaurant somewhere. And I know there's a Nigerian restaurant in the city that I want to get into. Maybe I'll invite him there and let him approach me at the bar. Excuse me, is your name Stella? Yes. Are you? Yeah. And just do it from there. I think that'll be so sexy. Now, that's the type of role playing that I've never done. And I want to get into. So, yeah, that's a sexy suggestion. I feel like is a great form of intimacy. Like, adding that type of spice. And I call it the hello stranger date. Pretending that you don't know each other. You know? And, um, again, if you're going to do it, just show up looking amazing. And have a beautiful night. Here's another one. How about planning a fun getaway or overnight? Oh, this is something tastes again that I've never experienced. A getaway or overnight. It could be somewhere local. It could be someplace as close. If not local, it doesn't have to be someplace where you got to get on a plane. How about someplace you could drive to, like a bed and breakfast? Or if you're from New York City or the surrounding areas, just jumping on the road and getting a room in Atlantic City. But sleeping separately how about that going someplace together spending the day together but having separate hotel rooms can you handle that tasters have you ever been on a vacation with your honey with your lover and didn't sleep in the same room and in the same bed i'm not even talking about separate beds in the same room nah go all the way with it Sleep in separate rooms. Book two hotel rooms. See what that's like. I think it'll actually be fun. 
you know, stay out there overnight or a weekend. Can you imagine a weekend in the Poconos and you have to call each other, look, give each other a wake-up call? Look, you want to meet me at the breakfast buffet? I'll see you there. But you didn't sleep in the same room together. I think that'll be a whole lot of fun. So, yeah, that's number three for outdoor form of intimacy. Um... Here's another one. You know what I've recently gotten into, and I speak about this a lot, number five, plant shopping. My Batman is a plant dad, and I love it because plants definitely are a symbol of life and rebirth. You know, you can keep plants going and growing forever. If you put your mind to it. Yeah, go on a plant date. Now, I don't know about um each date, but I know in New York City, they actually got restaurants like eateries and bars that are starting to open up in various places around the city where you can have appetizers, drinks. You can actually eat real food and drink and buy plants. Go plant shopping. They have turned actual restaurants and bars into a place where you can buy plants. You know what I think would be very intimate? Pick out plants for each other and come up with names. Like, I think that would be so dope. You and your boo go out together, find one of these places where you can have a bite to eat, have a couple of cocktails, and, you know, here, I'm gifting you this plant. Because when... I was gifted a plant by mine. That was one of the greatest forms of intimacy that I had experienced in a long time. And it felt really nice. And my plant is still beautiful. She's thriving. She's doing well. Enjoying the sunshine. I even ordered some miracle Grow, You know, the old school plant formula to keep your plants going. So, yeah, a plant date. Plant shopping. Even if you're not a plant mom or a plant dad, you might become one after a plant date together. So, yeah, get into it. So, that was actually number four. Number five. Look, I don't want to lose count tasters and I don't want you to lose interest. But, again, how am I doing so far? How are you, are you loving this as far as intimacy without sex i think i'm getting into it yes i came up with some nice things so that was one two three four um how about okay i know it sounds basic but i don't think it's basic number five a sexy spa day and i'm going to talk about why it's not basic and I'm going to shout out a spa, too. I'm not getting paid for this. No sponsorship money. But um, Body by Brooklyn was one of uh, was a very sexy spa. It is a very sexy spa in Brooklyn, New York. And that was a very intimate date for my Batman and myself. We went about two summers ago when we were still in the very early dating stages. And it was just beautiful being together you know receiving the massages together just walking through the entire spa together and what i like about body by brooklyn they give you the black robes as opposed to the white robes big fluffy black robes and he and i you know and they serve food look i'm so greedy i love spas that serve food and we sat we ate together i think we had thai food um he had some good spicy tea and me i had some spiked hot tea and you know it was just the closeness to the togetherness you know we just talked about things that we wanted to do together as we get to know each other you know because at that time we didn't know what journey we were on we didn't know if we were going to even like each other in the next six months but it was a beautiful day and body by brooklyn offers so many different services they even have like you know, they have jacuzzis, they have pools. The whole setting itself is just sexy. It's like when you go inside, it's kind of dark. And then we did have a moment. We had a moment where he and I were, were just walking by together in our robes, holding hands. And there was a young woman and her friend. And they were like, oh my God, you two are just... That is so sexy. She was like, hooray for black love. And it made me feel so good. It was like, oh my God. I was like, Batman, that's us. We black love. Look, we black love. Oh, that was such a fun day. So yeah, a spa day. You know, a lot of couples may just say that's basic, but 
There's a lot of couples that haven't experienced a spa date together. Like, you'd be surprised. Like, the things that I assume or people think that everybody's just doing every day, all the time together in their romantic life, they're actually not. So I'm hoping that the things that I mentioned, you know, can just um, turn on some lights for you that may have been dim. Or, you know, put a little sunshine in your life as far as romance and intimacy. And again, shout out to Afrocentric Life for the suggestion. I really do appreciate you. And now we are coming on number six. I say for a final form of intimacy, this is something I'm definitely trying to do. How about planning a date where you did things that you did as a kid that you haven't done in your adult life? And this is what I mean. You can call it when I was a kid or when I was very young. Were there any school trips, any class trips, field trips that you went on that was so much fun as a kid that now when you look back, even from summer camp, that you look back and say, you know what? I don't think I appreciated it or got the full experience as a child, I need to experience that again. For example, Museum of Natural History. I haven't been to the Museum of Natural History since I was a kid. Do you know that they have a night at the museum type event for grown-ups periodically? You can go online and look that up. I think that would be so sexy. To spend the night in the Museum of Natural History with your lover. How about um, just going to the park together? And getting on the seesaws. Look, you ain't hassling the kids. They might look at you and think that you're crazy. But just you two together. Get on the seesaws. Climb the monkey bars together. Sit side by side. Look if you can both fit on the swing together. Just have a whole date of things that you did. What about the planetarium? How many of my tasters remember the Hayden Planetarium? Or have been there to, you know, since you've been an adult, I definitely haven't. And I think that would be a really good time. What about certain amusement parks? I can tell you that um, Ride Playland was one of my favorite amusement parks as a kid. I discovered Ride Playland going to summer camp. And when I tell you one of the greatest, like, amusement parks ever like amusement park experiences that zoltar machine from the movie big is actually at rap rap playland the original zoltar machine who remembers the movie big remember with tom hanks where he made a wish at the zoltar machine he just wanted to be big he wanted to be a grown man and he got his wish so yeah how about going to rob playland and revisiting that zoltar machine <laughs> so yeah that was it that's it. That's my 12 playlist. I hope you all enjoyed it. I really anticipate my tasters experiencing some of these things. Let me know, was my list corny? Or do you have any other suggestions? So maybe I can do an extended play. And you know, I'll do round two of different forms of non-sexual intimacy again to my girl afrocentric life i hope you enjoyed this tasty topic this episode was for you and i had a good time putting it together and like i said if you feel like tastes it, it wasn't for you until you like it and you felt like i could have got a little deeper let me know i appreciate all suggestions but for now i think that this list is actually incredible and I kept count. Again, it was six indoor types of intimacy and six outdoors. Things that you can do with your lover that do not involve sex. And I feel like this could be helpful for my tasters who are on the dating scene. Because I think sometimes we get so caught up into jumping into sex and sexual activities. Like, especially the outdoor ones. I think some of the indoor stuff would be more for couples who are or you know if you're already deeply involved with somebody and maybe not and the reason why i say that it should be more for people my indoor six is for people who are already connected because i feel like the things that i discuss doing indoors could definitely lead to some fucking so the whole point of this episode is things that you can do intimacy that don't involve sex so Maybe stick to the second half, the outdoor. I definitely think this could be helpful to, again, my taste is on the dating scene. Try to 
avoid getting sexual or my tasters who are on a journey of abstinence you know if you are not engaging in sex for whatever your reasons for whatever time period and you still want to date and still want to love and like and enjoy the company of a lover without having sex yeah for my abstinence tasters get into it check out my list and again i hope you enjoyed i look forward to meeting with you all at my table again real soon i hope you enjoyed the rest of the week and let me know what you all are looking forward to getting into in the upcoming weeks like i said i got the brunch that's on the way and um most importantly i look forward to the feedback and again please drop comments reviews online especially apple Podcasts. those reviews people really really get into those reviews like they read them it doesn't take anything the same way you can google products or google information you can just google me you type tasty top picks as i have it spelled in my podcast when you look me up just google tasty topics and apple the show right up drop me a review even if it's just a few words hey stella's the best hey i can't stand it she gets on my nerves i appreciate it we do have one taster who um left me a review and you know what my time is running out and i'm not even going to get a chance to read it i'll read it next week but i do appreciate the review that she left and i'm so grateful i see that i got a couple of other reviews but i'm not able to read them for some some reason i don't know i guess it's my reviews the more reviews that are left the more i'll be able to read myself or if you see more reviews about me tastes send me a screenshot i'd love to know what people think of me well anyway that's that Enjoy the rest of your week and thank you for joining me at my table. Bye.